Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. Hello. Izzy, we haven't spoken in a little bit. We uh, have spoken in a while. Yeah. Well, how have you been? Um, chaotic, I think that's the word. Yeah, chaotic. Um, I've been making a new palette. Actually, it's a basics palette, so it's no mixes, only single pigments. Mm-hmm. And it's a mix between, uh, imagine the Winsor & Newton base set the 12 colors base set with cool tones and warm tones well something like that so we have got a warm yellow and a cool yellow and it's a mix with uh with my with paint from my pigments from my vintage set or pigments from this and different suppliers it is fun Um, yeah it must also be like really difficult because you'll have to get these base colors that have to mix really well together exactly so i've been making these kinds of swatches like like this. Yes, is he showing them on the screen right now? I'm, sh- I'm showing some swatches. But here's one that's already an issue. Um, mm-hmm. I, th- I thought I had a warm red and a warm green. But when I mix them, they are quite muddy. Yes. So something's up with the green. Because the red is actually mixing beautifully with all the other colors. So, um, yeah, it's a lot of testing, a lot of swatching. But, a lot but of if you make... Making. If you mix a warm red with a warm brown, aren't you uh, with a warm green? Aren't you supposed to get a brown, or is it not warm? Yeah, but enough? it's it's not it's not brown. It's like oh, it's a, more grayish. Yeah, it's like a yucky. It's like they're canceling each other out. So I'm thinking, ah. I'm thinking that the the green is actually from Venice. If you've ever been in Venice, there's this super no. tiny, <laughs> there's this super tiny art supply shop, and. Um, it's super, super old and they sell pigments. So I was able to contact them and ask them, hey, do you ship international? Yes, we do. Ooh, that's so cool. Ooh, yeah, so I bought a lot of um, Italy specialized uh, mm-hmm. earth colors. So they're all from Italy. They're all from the from little family owned ochre mines. But this green, it, it looks like there is something else in it. Yeah. It's oh, right. too. It's it is too a lovely bright. green, but it's maybe it is not a lovely green. But I do not believe that something so bright is an earth color. Yeah. So that is my little thing. But it, right. it's, it's it's so much fun to work with. Uh, and then we have a commission actually of twenty four half pants. Ooh, all different color. Yeah, uh, in one color or in one, different colors. One color only. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's one color only, thank God. Um, but yeah, it's it's really fun to do that. But it, the, the it's not really a downside, but it's like a specialty color. And the mm-hmm. deal is that I will not put this color in my shop. All right, so this color is only for for them. them. Yes, yeah. All right, Exciting. that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's really cool. But hey, you've been on holiday. You've been to Spain. Yeah, actually, I had planned to do like. Uh, work at some family's house in that week but then suddenly it was really rainy in the Netherlands mm. so we wouldn't go there to help with the garden anymore mm-hmm. and my parents were in Spain and I was just feeling really burnt out so I I messaged my mother and was like hey how would you guys feel like if I fly to Spain in two days and see you guys <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I did. I, I uh, very spontaneously went to uh, Nerge, which is next to Malaga. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been there for a week and we did a lot of sketching 
outdoor sketching. And uh, we ate a lot of tapas and we enjoyed oh. the sun. Well, it was very cold here in the Netherlands. Oh, you got some vitamin D. Yeah, it was great. And uh, actually, I was thinking about you because we went to Malaga. And mm-hmm. I was looking at the art stores there. Oh, and my, my mother God. was talking about Malaga red pigment. That uh, uh, apparently the red pigment, like the, the earth there is the most red out of the whole world. And really? that's what my mother said. Uh-huh. Maybe I, I I'm I'm not sure if this is correct. Don't don't <laughs> quote me on this. Okay. But like I did see that the earth was very red when you saw like the mountains and there was erosion uh, from the mountains. You mm-hmm. saw that it was just really red. But I couldn't find the pigment. Uh, I have been looking for it, but I couldn't oh, find a seller. That's so sweet already. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I would love to see it. I, I remember when I went to uh, Lanzarote. Um, of course, it's a volcanic island and you see mm-hmm. these huge craters. And you can actually see the layers of Earth um, in the different colors. And that's so pretty. And you just know that, okay, this is this is red and then this is bright yellow. And I wish I was into paint making back then. I would have I would have brought some stones in my back <laughs> yeah i was actually thinking about that should i just like take some just take stones some. <laughs> here <laughs> and put them in a, in a bag and give them to his yeah me too <laughs> oh but it sounds like a lot of fun did you feel better after when you came back well i was really stressed and there were some family things like discussions with my parents that were quite rough Mm. That like my father not totally agreeing with me going to art school, me being mm. an artist can be quite rough. But what did really help is I went with my mother in Malaga to the uh, Moroccan hammam. Oh, so we got a massage and oh. we got like the the kessa scrub treatment, and we went to relax in the hammam baths. And that was really nice. That was oh, really that nice. That sounds... I am like jealous, but super happy for you. Oh, that was lovely. amazing. And they had this tea that you could drink unlimited. And it was like this Moroccan mint tea. Oh, yummy. So when we got back, I was like saying to Tom, Oh, now we have to make the Moroccan mint tea. So we yeah, bought a mint, mint, mint plant. And we, bought oh, really? the, yeah, and we bought the gunpowder tea. Tea, yeah. And uh, now we've just been... <laughs> and then we both got sick and we put so much honey in the Moroccan mint yeah. tea that oh. our throats actually feel okay. <laughs> oh, thank God. Okay. <laughs> so let's not talk too long today to save your throat. Yeah. My throat's <laughs> actually doing quite okay, but I do feel like I worked a little bit too much today and I have a headache, so... Want to go to bed soon. <laughs> After this, you can go to sleep. Yeah, I will. So the main topic for today, we've talked about this a li- little bit already, but we want to go back into it. It's a community versus competition mindset. Mm-hmm. I think we both had times where sometimes it's like really hard when you're trying to grow as an artist and you see all this, these people around you that are doing better there than you, that are selling more, that are mm-hmm. growing faster. And sometimes you can get a little bit in your head like, why do they do so well and I don't? 
Mm -hmm. All the time. And this can get like really toxic because you're just feeling like this is not fair. I deserve this too. (laughs) That is so true. (laughs) I do deserve this too. We we do. We do deserve this. You too. (laughs) The listener, you deserve this too. Yeah, but um, so so this thought of that everybody, or not everybody, but that some people around you are doing really well, um, it, sometimes it can really mess with your mind and mm-hmm. it can become very hard to focus on yourself and to keep being positive. I think like a negative attitude like that, sometimes it can really help you to... Uh, be focused and help you to a little bit of comp- uh, competition might uh, really oh, what's the word it's like kicking your butt motivating yeah it's like uh, kicking your butt you're you're ready to grow and you're yeah. ready to take this on I'm but when it's this. <laughs> when it's too much you can feel like you're either not got good enough or the world is just not fair yeah and especially the last one and you know the thing is the also the thing is it's it's the way social media works right for example mm-hmm. instagram if i see someone uh started out with a thousand followers and a week later the person has like five thousand followers mm-hmm. suddenly i'm like focused on that i don't want to be focused on that but suddenly i'm like hey this is weird and then you check their account like what are they doing are they uploading a lot of reels is that the secret blah 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 but because you are checking them out Instagram or social media in general will show you more of their content <laughs> because they think, oh, you are interested in this person. Here, watch this, watch this. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to see this. <laughs> <laughs> because you start to to become too focused on how much they are growing while you're, yeah. you're not growing that much. Exactly. And it and it's, it's hard because it could lead to an unhealthy obsession. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's dangerous. <laughs> Yeah, I have this a lot with with YouTube, actually. So sometimes I see a channel that has really, uh, really blown up in a short amount of time. Mm -hmm. And maybe they have like one sketchbook tour that does extremely well. And in total, they have like five or six videos. And then I look at it and I feel like, well, this person is good. And I really like what they're doing. But why don't I have this success? I have 90 videos. <laughs> I've been trying for four years. You've got 90 videos? That's a lot. Yeah. I, I've got 90 videos on YouTube. Um, and I know that there are some reasons why I'm not really that successful on YouTube yet. Because a lot of the videos are bad. <laughs> I had to really learn. Um, and also, I haven't been that consistent, and I do think that consistency is key on YouTube, especially on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, and and I'm growing. I mean, I post posted a video two weeks ago, and that one video gave me like forty subscribers. Oh, so that's I, nice. I am growing, but then there's like somewhere in my mind where I'm like. Oh, but this other people is growing. Uh, this other person is growing so much faster. Am I not good enough? Should I just focus on making my art better? Yeah. Is it like my? Am I just not good in making videos? I made ninety videos and I'm still not monetized. Uh, and that can get really in your head. You know, 
I saw a video recently that was talking about a lot of the big YouTubers right now, mm -hmm. which said that I think PewDiePie had like 800 he's, subscribers. He's yeah, I think so. But he had like 800 subscribers after his first 100 videos. And Mr. Beast had like 2000 subscribers after his first 100 videos. And yeah, it that, takes a while. It that really, while. yeah, it really uh, makes you thinking like, yeah, okay, they kept going even though they weren't super successful or super like rich of their YouTube yet. And they made that many videos for not that many subscribers. Exactly. Uh, so it just tells me, I just need to keep going and not you be like... You just need like... to keep going. And plus, um, that's also a thing because you could have a lot of subscribers but how many of them are actually actively watching i mean i'm the kind of person my youtube account is super old mm -hmm. and some channels i am still subscribed to not because i am actually watching their videos these days but because of the loyalty i have <laughs> <laughs> because i subscribed to them when i was 20 years old when i was 19 years old and I feel like they have been a part, like makeup tutorials, right? I feel like they are part of my life, and <laughs> I feel I feel bad that I that if I would unsubscribe to them because I feel some kind of loyalty to them, even though I am not watching any of their videos anymore. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I I do think I did hear somebody say that's actually really bad for your YouTube channel if you have subscribers that don't watch your videos. That is really, really <laughs> bad, but I cannot say goodbye to them. <laughs> no, you just are happy because you see like the little thumbnail on your page and you're like, I'm like oh, oh they have a new video. Oh, how to do how to do this and that with your makeup. I'm not really into makeup anymore. Okay, let's not watch I, it. I'm not watching this, but I am happy that this person <laughs> is still I, making videos. I, I'm happy that they are that they are back on YouTube after a year of disappearance because they were overworked <laughs> yay <laughs> so good for them so good for them and the other downside of having a lot of subscribers is also I think a lot more um, hate comments maybe or mm -hmm. even comments where you're like okay what's what's up with you dude I don't what what is this what are you saying yeah, I, I do feel like uh, my, my YouTube channel has been steadily growing. And now, every now and then, I get a comment that is uh, either hateful or weird. I don't get them that often, but sometimes I get a comment. I think I showed you one comment where somebody was like, oh, can you please make these uh, sounds. That was weird. That was super <laughs> weird. Oh, I liked if you were doing this for this sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I did think that comment was actually very nicely worded. I don't think that person had any bad intentions with that comment. No. <laughs> but it was no. a little bit But it was a little weird. bit weird. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but sometimes there's a comment that really upsets me. Like I had one time I had a sketchbook tour and somebody uh, commented, uh, uh, lol, why is this uh, person so fat? I'm, I'm censoring Excuse myself because they, they, me? they didn't use person. <laughs> but I was like, oh, that, that's really mean. And I don't that know why. That is rude. That's very rude. And because I'm getting the comments now and then, 
I'm actually learning to deal with them. And if you blow up very quickly, you get a lot more comments like that. Yeah. And it might be harder to deal with because it's going so fast. Yeah, definitely. Let me turn on the light because the sun is setting. Yeah, it's getting uh, slowly darker. (laughs) You picked a nice time to uh, record. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's fine. Most okay, people good. are listening anyways. Oh, hello, people in the dark. And and it's not like we suddenly become hideous once the sun sets, so that's fine. Well, <laughs> actually... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what, what are you going to say now? <laughs> we are joking, we're joking. Um, but yeah, I, I, I can believe that those types of things... Uh, because it's natural for for people, I think, to compare themselves to others, even mm-hmm. though we don't want to. I think it's very natural. Um, maybe it's even something you know that is that is in our DNA as a human being. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it can really, really mess with your mind. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I do find that if you look at Instagram, we have a nice community where a lot of people know each other uh, yeah. a, a lot of painters and then you have the paint makers and you have the, the like I don't know if ceramic watercolor palette making is like a community because I only know myself and I don't really connect with other watercolor well, well, well that's the thing makers. you know it's, it's either you have your specialty of being a, a ceramist Am I saying that yeah. correctly? A ceramist? Or a um, ceram- ceramicist? Ceramicist? I don't know, actually. A ceramic artist. <laughs> a ceramic artist, yes. A ceramic artist. Who uh, had quite some success with your watercolor palettes. Mm-hmm. So you kind of uh, f- have flown into this community of, oh, that's pretty. She's showing me a palette now. It's really, really pretty. You yes, kind I'm, of I'm, I'm plugging myself uh, here. <laughs> Um, you've kind of flown into this community of artists and paint makers and we all kind of work together Mm -hmm. Um, and it's funny because I think that a lot of your customers are also my customers and the other way I do think we of course uh, I did a lot when I just started out I did a lot of collaborations with paint makers where paint makers would send me their dots and I would send the dots um, with my palettes to my customers to promote all the paint makers that I love to my customers. Yeah, that was and, amazing. And th- that's a really nice way to support each other. Um, yeah. I, I remember when I was just starting out and I was getting to know you, uh, like you were quite a, a big paint maker. In, like I was looking at your follower account and I was like no <laughs> stop it <laughs> thank you but no <laughs> I was like oh my god Izzy has like back then I think 3000 yeah, followers on Instagram just yeah. and I was like oh, oh my god Izzy has so many followers and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then I was also like okay I can be like really um, jealous of other people that have more followers than me. Mm-hmm. But then I was also like trying to make collaborations between uh, other people that were kind of in the same business. But sometimes, like you had a different uh, uh, following than I had. Yeah. So our collaboration 
made for both of us a lot of sense because we yeah. are, we were uh, like finding a lot of new people yeah. through our collaboration. Through our so that's, collaboration. So that's and it also still makes really a lot of sense to work together because I think palettes and paint of obviously work very well together. But you also have your your water cups and your brush holders, and it's all like this cute little set. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody seems to be in love with moon palettes, which I totally understand. Because <laughs> moon palettes are awesome. And um, yeah, and now and now we're all part of this huge community. I also did um, I did that for a while, what you did. When I just started out as a paint maker. I, <laughs> and here's the thing about uh, <laughs> community versus competition. I had a thing named meet the artist mm-hmm. and I would do uh, uh, artists or makers would send their paint or like little paintings to me and I would send them out in my little package orders uh, as sort of oh I remember yeah a sort of promotion to all my all my customers like hey thank you for ordering my paint but this is also a paint maker or this is an artist and here's a free thing like some web shops do this you buy something for example cleaning supplies and then you get samples of perfume mm-hmm. i'm just saying something stupid yeah um so i did that for a while but then i got a lot of uh, applications for other makers who wanted to join the meet the artist thing mm-hmm. and then someone commented on me like why would you put your competition's paint as a freebie in your order yeah and i was like hmm that's a good question. <laughs> Why am I doing this? Shouldn't I be doing just the artist or maybe makers who make something else than just mm-hmm. paint? Why am I doing this? And then when I and then I discovered that an, a, another maker was actually um, making use. Um, no, how do you say? Um, Taking like advantage mis- of? Taking advantage, exactly. Taking advantage of meet the artist and meet the maker uh, to get their paints out to as many people as possible. Um, which was weird to me because I did it because just kindness and community. And when I discovered the person did that for their own benefit, it should be ben- be beneficial to the other person, of course. But this was solely beneficial to this other maker. And I was like, mm, I'm not going to put your paint in my packages anymore. <laughs> you're being weird now. <laughs> yeah, I do think that sometimes when you uh, are doing something out of like your kindness, um, it's very easy to that others are like, oh, uh, she's sending out uh, paints to try from other makers. I want that too. Like, For example, I had this too, because I, of course, bought dots from different artists that I then gave away for free with my palettes. I'm not selling any paint, so I'm not losing customers by giving out paint. But I just had this like, oh, I want other people to discover these awesome people. Mm -hmm. Um, But at a certain point, I did get messages like, oh, I noticed that you gave out dots from... Simply Izzy Design. Uh, how about I send you 90 dots and you can give them with your uh, with your palettes for your customers to try out. And um, 
if this was somebody that I knew very well and liked their products of, it, it would have been very nice. Mm-hmm. But this was somebody that I had never tried their paints before. Mm. So I was like, uh, I, but I don't know your paints. I don't know if I can recommend them to anyone. Exactly, because what if they are crappy? And then it's like, oh, well, Caitlin actually uh, gave them to me. Mm-hmm. She must really like this, but this actually sucks. <laughs> like oh, how and- do you lose credibility? That's, that's, that's the question. I did become a little bit more careful with uh, like sharing and promoting other people's work. Because there mm-hmm. was one paint maker uh, that when I just started out, they really hooked onto me and they were like messaging me every few hours. And they also started sending me stuff randomly that I didn't really want. There's also like random stuff. And um, in the beginning, I promoted their paints because they were really struggling and I wanted them to have a few more sales. But then I found out that their paints actually weren't that good. There was like a huge variation in the quality of their paints. Some paints were quite nice. Some paints didn't reactivate at all. So, and at a certain point, that person stopped um, fulfilling their Etsy orders. Oh. And then people started messaging me like, hey, uh, I know you and this person talk a lot. I have ordered from their Etsy store, but I have never gotten a, a, a notification that it was sent out. And now it's been a couple of weeks. Oh, and then, then people all go to you. Oh my god! <laughs> and then the people started messaging me like, "Hey, where's this?" But that's pur-? not your problem. And and I also was like, "Well, I messaged them like three times, and they aren't also responding to me." And then they just went away for three months, and then they came back and they started messaging me again, and they were like, "Oh." Um, I'm going to send you some paints that you can promote on your Instagram again. And I'm starting to pick it back up and it's really hard. And I was like, well, but you've also ignored me for three months. Mm -hmm. And I know that if you're dealing with something difficult and you're going through a hard time, sometimes it's better to just not look at your social media. But you have an Etsy shop and you could have closed down your Etsy shop. You could have sent a message to me. Hey, I'm not doing well. Uh, sorry, I'm gonna be away for a while. But yeah, instead, you've just like, just... yeah. Instead, this person just ignored me for three, four months, and I got all the questions of the people saying like, "Hey, where is this person at?" That <laughs> and I was really like, sucks. And nobody got angry at me. I sent them messages like, "I don't know. I I've tried to uh, contact them, but." Now I look back at it, on one side I feel like that person saw me as a friend, but on the other side I also feel a little bit used and I feel kind of sad that they didn't contact me, that they didn't tell me something what was going on. And Mm -hmm. that makes me a little bit more uh, cautious to internet relationships, like internet friendships. Internet Uh, friendships. You know, and that, it is, that's really hard because it is the internet and you mm-hmm. can put any kind of emoji behind a sentence to 
show your emotion behind the message you sent, but you could just, it's so easy to lie and to come across sincere, but you're not. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm lucky that, you know, I have met you in real life. I've met uh, uh, other people in real life too, mostly uh, Dutch artists or uh, paint makers. Um, but there are others where I'm like, I really, really feel a friendship. Um, but I still don't trust it 100%. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, and a couple of years ago, I was like, friends with everyone. Yeah, you. Yeah, I want to be friends with you. This is such a nice community, blah, blah, blah. Until one uh, basically screws you over. And yeah. that is not only you know, sad, but it's, it, it also made me very wary and cautious of other new friendships. You know, I keep people a bit more, um, further away from me than I did a couple of years ago. And sometimes that's better for both of you, because I do feel like when you're starting to grow on social media, uh, sometimes people message you a lot and start to see you as their friends yeah um and and they start to feel like you owe them them something or you owe them your time uh that's actually the hardest part because i i was friends with one maker Mm -hmm. and they um we had a in my opinion pretty fun friendship instagram friendship um whenever this person was feeling like jealous because some other maker on the other side of the world recreated their product, blah, blah, blah. Um, I was always there for that person. Uh, You know, being someone you can vent, Mm -hmm. you know, just, just tell me what you feel. Everything will be okay. Blah, blah, blah. Um, Then uh, the friendship turned into a, a weird place where this person was actually starting to send me stories or posts from other makers mm-hmm. and and being all negatively commenting on their on their post or story. And like, oh look what this person made. This yeah. isn't art at all. <laughs> look look what this person did. Oh but I did this three years ago and they stole it from me and blah yeah. blah 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 blah. It was like this person was the center of the universe. Everyone was against this person and what they created was truly unique. And in I was always honest to this person. I said, well, you know, you, what you created is not that unique. Mm-hmm. So it's easy for another person who doesn't know you to come up with the same idea. But according to them, that wasn't true. And then later, so that was already weird to me. And I didn't really want to gossip badly about other paint makers, especially if they are my friends. Yeah. This person this person didn't know that we are that we are friends. Um so that made it like super super weird. Mm-hmm. And then and then 2 years ago I bought a huge box of pigments. Uh it was beautiful from um a secondhand marketplace. Mm-hmm. And it was the story was that the owner of the pigments died sadly and the there his children um were cleaning up his basement and found all these pigments and put them on the marketplace 
they had no clue what the value was. So it was like a bidding competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw that the person, the maker that I'm talking about was also bidding, but like super, super low. And um, uh, I bid quite high because I saw, you got a picture and I, I think I saw some pigments were like, oh, those are interesting and those are quite expensive. So I'm going to um bit a little bit more yeah i really want it, this so i, I really want this yes. so so i i think i bid like 80 euros which is still it's still not a lot and um i won so i got the box and um the per- the maker was instantly messaging me because i shared it on my stories oh show me what you got and the pigments and i was really excited so i showed them all the pigments and i was really happy and then this person got a little bit annoyed because one of the pigments that was in the box is like a super rare mm-hmm. and highly sought after pigment and um it was a pigment that they were after for years already but it's it's discontinued for years and um you cannot get it anymore unless it's second hand mm-hmm. so i so i was really excited because i didn't know that this certain pigment was discontinued i wasn't really into pigment history and stories that so i got it and the first thing i did was announce it to my members who get specialty paints Mm -hmm. and i'm like i'm gonna give this to you i'm gonna make the paint and blah 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 it's gonna be awesome and then this person messages me again and they said yeah you know that i have uh that i've been looking for this pigment for years and are you sure this is the true pigment? Mm-hmm. I was like, I thought they were joking. So I was like, well, how do you know yours is the true pigment? And then they got all upset. And that was like the end of our friendship because they got all upset of, of, of me. Like, how dare I ask if their pigment is the real pigment? Well, in fact, they asked me the same question. So why am I wrong for mm-hmm. asking it back? And they got all upset. And uh, that's that was basically the end of our friendship because they were jealous, I think, that I got a big amount of this pigment and I was selling it to my own members. So it wasn't even available in my shop. It wasn't like I was mm-hmm. stealing their customers. It was for my members only. And ever since then, uh, they were really weird to me. And I think they blocked me. Mm-hmm. Which I am fine with because I don't want to see their content anymore. Uh, so I also blocked them, <laughs> just to have just to have my own peace of mind, and uh, just not deal with this anymore. Because mm-hmm. I don't even know. Like I'm telling you this story now, but as I'm telling it, I'm like, why is this actually an issue? How, what yeah, happened? how how did our friendship go so wrong? <laughs> how um, did it? And so badly. <laughs> and and if you're really friends, then you can also talk about it, right? You can just say like, hey, I sit yeah. I'm with these feelings and yeah, but, uh, this is making me upset. But this is a kind of person, and that is what I realized after this happened. This is the kind of person that their truth is the truth and everybody else's opinion doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, it's... 
It, it, they it's... are a maker with a lot of with a lot of knowledge, mm-hmm. um, with a lot of uh, respect from artists and other makers, which I am totally fine with. I have never ever said something bad about them to other people, um, nor will I ever do so. Um, but this is the way I feel. Like it's their truth, and there is no other truth. Yeah, it kind of makes you feel like uh, because they know a lot, they feel like um, they know everything. And if somebody else does it differently, then maybe that's wrong. Yeah, exactly. Because I also heard other stories about them. Um, uh, When someone gives them an Etsy, a four-star rating instead of a five-star rating, they would just bombard you with messages <laughs> trying to change it i did everything i could you are wrong you're using it wrong and i'm like how can you use paint wrong but okay and they still got four stars but apparently the four star thing is, is a really big deal apparently you're not not a top i don't know how etsy works anymore because I, top I don't seller something i don't use etsy anymore yeah i i left etsy because the 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 customers were uh the i got a lot of nice customers through etsy but i also got a lot of not nice customers through etsy and now i look back at etsy i only got one review that was not five stars and that review was four stars and it was like the review was oh everything is perfect four stars (laughs) (laughs) so the the like the people that I've had on Etsy, when I look back at it, it's not that bad. But it's not that bad, but this person would just bombard you with messages yeah. trying to make you change. Uh, they even, and this is what I heard from the person themselves mm-hmm. who, ha- who happened to it. Um, they even uh, off because there was there was something wrong with uh, one of the products. He, they even offered to refund some money not Mm -hmm. the whole price but like some money for that product in exchange uh to change the review (laughs) (laughs) i mean when i heard that i was like okay your whole credibility is now gone for me yeah because of course it's normal to offer a refund or to offer like some sort of thing to do back when the order sure, is wrong. Of course. But, but if you then say, but you'll have to change your uh, review, that's that's a little bit weird. That was so weird. I'm like, okay, you know, I had, I, back in the day, you were like high on my list of people I could trust and people I can go to for advice because of their knowledge. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to spend a little bit more time doing the research myself um, instead of pleasing them with the fact that, oh, I'm a I'm a little girl and I'm asking for your advice because you are awesome. Yeah, and it's um, when I look at the people that I personally want to support, like the people that I want to buy paints off. I more often now uh, want to support people that I truly think are nice people that I've built a connection with more than somebody who's really famous and doing really well because Mm. I'm starting to care more about 
kindness and being kind to each other and mm. building a community and learning with yes. each other. And I truly feel sad about money that I've given to people that uh, like later I've discovered are not that nice. <laughs> maybe that's make me makes me a bad person but no. i just like um it's funny that you said that you that they blocked you and uh you blocked them in the end uh, i have one person that i blocked on instagram oh i uh, know actually i've blocked like 50 bots or something <laughs> <laughs> bots don't count <laughs> but there's there's one person that i blocked and this person uh uh, this was quite early in my career of making ceramic watercolor palettes. And this person accused me of stealing their design. Um, and I didn't steal their design. I mean, some of my palettes were, were uh, roughly in the same type of category. They also made moon palettes. But then again, mm. they weren't the only one that made moon palettes. And the shape of a moon is not really something you can own. Exactly. That's that's also the thing with with my thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my my palettes were very differently. Uh, they only used white glazes, and I had all types of glazes and all types of clay bodies. And then again, my my wells were very differently. Like it was just a whole other palette. But they mm. were very very like. Um, in their minds, they were like, this person is stealing my work. Because and, it's a moon. Yeah, because it's a moon. And they also mm -hmm. said like that they had a set which was a moon and the sun. And on one of my pictures, apparently I had two palettes that looked similarly to their mo sun and moon set laying together. Because I, I made these pictures with like... Uh, 20 palettes on one picture and you see yeah. them all from top and they mm -hmm. were like yeah I sell this and this one as a set and you're stealing that from me um, and then I got really upset and uh, I felt like I really like this person as a maker but now they think that I'm stealing from them which is not true I talked about this to um, Stakiwi Colors, which is an amazing oh, and kind person and paint maker. She is so kind. And she was like, okay, stay calm. Take a, take a breath. You just need to explain to them why they're wrong. And maybe they'll <laughs> see that they are wrong. So <laughs> we looked at it together and she sent me a bunch of other makers that made wood pellets. And she sent me a bunch of other makers that made... Uh, palettes similar to other stuff that that person was making um, and I explained to that person okay you're wrong I'm not stealing for you I do love your work I so I'm sorry you feel like I'm like stealing your ideas mm -hmm, that's not mm -hmm. like I don't feel like I'm doing that and um, you're just wrong and then that person said like oh now you've explained it to me I see that maybe you're not stealing from me, but rather you're highly inspired by me. Highly uh, inspired? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they said, like, try to use your own imagination a bit more. And uh, if you make your it's own designs. It's a freaking moon. Come on. <laughs> but something like that. But they did say, like, okay, you're not stealing from me. Uh, whatever. I'm gonna let this go. And... 
I was just like, from that moment on, every time I saw their account, I felt unhappy. Oh yeah, I can and understand that. I also noticed that they posted a lot of stories saying like, oh, this person is stealing from me. Oh, this person is, look at their work, it's not even good. This person is pretending to be an artist. And then at what point, I was like every time checking their account to see if they posted something stupid again. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I was just like checking their account for for me to feed my hatred towards them. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, this, I recognize this feeling so bad. <laughs> and then at one point I was just like, this is not making me happy. I'm going to block them. That is exactly the reason why I blocked them too. I actually... I was, I was like searching... Mm-hmm. In their stories or or their posts. Like, okay, I could not see their stories anymore, but I still could see the reels and the posts. Mm-hmm. So, and every time they posted something, I was like looking for errors and looking for things and blah, blah, blah. And then sending them to my other paint making friend. I'm like, oh, look at them now. <laughs> just to, just to, just to feed exactly what you say, just to feed my hatred. And mm-hmm. At one time, I was like, this is not healthy. What am I doing? I actually, like, after a year or so, I de-blocked them to see how they ended up. Again, not really good of my part. I should have just let them be. But it's curiosity. (laughs) But I wanted to see how they were doing. So I de-blocked them. And there was, like, this post that said... Oh, I'm gonna quit making ceramic watercolor palettes because everybody's stealing from me and I'm uh, not happy with this anymore. Wait, 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 wait. So first, you were highly inspired by them. Then they said to you, you should be more creative and like look for another shape or, you know, it's your problem. And now they quit because there are too many people copying them. Yeah. Maybe it's an idea to change your designs. <laughs> yeah, they did have they did have beautiful work. They did have uh, and I think that not a lot of makers made the quality that they were making and they made beautiful stuff. And the truth is just there have become a lot more people that do ceramics right now. Over the last few years, ceramics has become really popular. And there are a lot of more watercolor uh, palette makers. So, and Corona is over. So Mm -hmm. people are shopping in their own stores again. Mm -hmm. So I have to see my sales drop like immensely. I sold a lot more palettes back during the per- uh, pandemic. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I don't think there is just like one reason to say like, oh, people are stealing my designs, so I'm not selling no. my work anymore. No, that's not the thing. I mean, they could a- adjust and adapt and mm-hmm. just figure out a new design, just figure out the new best thing, you know. Um, but the sad thing like- is that if you're so focused on what other people think of your work and what other people do with your work. Of course, it's terrible if somebody is really stealing your stuff. That is possible. And it is terrible mm-hmm. if that happens. Mm-hmm. But Absolutely. if you're so focused on on like what other people are doing, it can make you quit 
doing your art. <laughs> like, and it, I think this... that is really, really sad. Like, if 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 one day you would come up to me and say, like, Izzy, I tried, um, but I think I'm gonna quit doing ceramics because pandemic is over. I don't make a lot of sales and blah blah blah. I would be really, really sad. Yes. Because one, it's not just that you're quitting, but two, there there must be so many reasons and so many uh, feelings and doubt. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's Noah. There must be so many feelings and so many doubts for someone before someone says, okay, I quit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and if you're saying like this person was like, um, making beautiful quality palettes and it was absolutely stunning and now they're quitting ju- quote unquote just because people are stealing their designs it may- also makes me feel that there's a lot more behind it than just stealing their designs it's probably also self-doubt and uh, mm. maybe depression or something else like mm-hmm. it's probably not only that um how would you feel if I came up to you and say, Izzy, I've really tried. I'm quitting. Everybody is stealing my work. I'm sick of it. <laughs> How would you react? Okay. First of all, give me a, give me an example. What what do you see that people are stealing? And then I would pinpoint, this is different. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I would be that kind of person. Stop <laughs> stop feeling sorry for yourself and go back to enjoying your art. Yeah. Make it for yourself, not for someone else. Yeah, it's it's just um and on one on on one side I feel like it's hard for me because I feel like they did me wrong with accusing me of stealing them but on the other hand i feel way more sad for them that they gave up something Mm. they loved because of all these negative emotions and it's i know it's really hard to tell to yourself like don't be too negative because negativity can like really get in your head Mm -hmm. but it's just such a shame if that's ruining your friendships and ruining your Ability to enjoy your work. Um, yeah. That's kind of what you know, I want to say about it. That's also a thing that, like, everybody external... Like, if you come up to me and say, Okay, I'm feeling really... I'm really doubting about my artwork. I'm going to quit. I could be like, No, don't quit. I could really motivate you not to quit. But I can never motivate myself not to quit. And I feel like that that's really a thing in the community. Um like we are cheering each other up mm-hmm. constantly and but we cannot cheer up ourselves we cannot take our insecurities insecurities away that we have about our artwork or our decisions or about you know something simple like would people like this color i'm making mm-hmm. you know and um <sighs> that is why i also think that community and real friendships are super important especially now uh, yay that the pandemic is over but also like you said people are going back to their office jobs they don't have any more time for their hobbies so they will not buy ceramics or art or paint and this is actually a time where we we should be cheering each other up um, a lot more than before 
instead of yeah and if i look jealous <laughs> and if i look back at the whole experience i do want to say something that really mattered to me is like that i could message uh stakiwi colors and that she was there for me and that we had like this this beautiful friendship and community where if you're feeling down you have people that you can talk to and oh, and so nice. if you're um like if there's stuff going on with other people you can support them and it just makes the whole journey of being an artist of being a, a maker so much more mm-hmm. fun if you can be happy with each other and mm-hmm. support each other through times of sadness yeah. and uh, like this is not only for makers but also for artists if you can support each other it's so much more enjoyable to keep doing this because doing things mm-hmm. together is better than like fighting against everybody mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. definitely and i think that's that's why this community is amazing um everybody has their own qualities yes this community has a lot of paint makers um is that doggo no that's a random dog outside i think oh <laughs> i was like is that doggo is he okay no doggo never barks i don't think it's doggo uh- Oh, thank God. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So that's why the, the community is very important. And although our community has a lot of um, uh, paint makers, I hear from uh, a lot of my customers that they like to buy from all the paint makers, not only from me. It's not like um, I'm a true Simply It's Design fan. I'm only going to buy her <laughs> paints. I wish. But it's not true. So the same person will support Paintmaker A, Paintmaker B, Paintmaker C, Paintmaker D. Yeah. So it's also not like we have to be scared of losing customers. Because we are artists. We hoard every single art <laughs> supply that we can get. So yeah. there is actually no worry of stealing or you know stealing customers away. What mm-hmm. we do is that... Um, uh, paint makers that I'm really close to and we have a shop update and it's like ooh uh, let me check with this paint maker first because I know there's a shop update upcoming but I don't really know what date and we just talk about the dates and the time so it's not like uh, on the same day because that mm-hmm. is an issue because people will not spend money twice on, on different uh, shop updates Yeah, and that is also what I love about the community. When yes, we are maybe competition, but we also respect each other enough to check in on each other um, about uh, shop updates because we mm-hmm. all want to see each other successful. Yeah, definitely. And I love that. I think that's great. And like you said, I also have seen a lot of pictures where people post like, oh, Look at my uh, ceramic palette collection. And then they have like 15 palettes. And they probably only need one. (laughs) Or two. That's not the point. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) it's definitely true that that if there are more makers on the earth. There are always more artists. And more people that can discover you. And uh, 
people want to support small businesses and want to support small artists and they're not yes like if they have the money to spend mm-hmm. they will definitely support everybody they love they will oh and that's also so cute because sometimes i get messages little sidetrack sometimes <laughs> i get messages i really want to support you but i'm really tight on money right now and i'm so sorry and i'm always like oh don't worry you know first pay your bills yes you know get food live you know exist because paint and art supplies i don't care how much we love it and we want to hoard everything it is not a basic necessity <laughs> No, you can. It's a luxury. Yes, it's definitely a luxury item. And you don't need to to buy everything to support us. And it's really nice that you want to support us. It's so sweet. And but you and don't have of to. course, it helps a lot whenever we get an order. But don't feel like you have to support us if it comes at your costs. Like if it comes at you, you being able to buy your food. Like, exactly. we don't want that either. We don't want no. you to not eat because you bought our paints. Oh, I'm starving, but at least I've got 100 of Caitlin Banger's palette. Yes. 100 of Izzy's paints. If you buy my palette, but oh. you find out that you cannot buy food, I'll send you a packet of strobe waffles. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> or I'll just refund your order. That's also fine. <laughs> I will add a little packet of noodle soup. Here you go. Here, now you can at least eat. <laughs> now you can eat. <laughs> All right. I think this has been quite a nice length for a podcast. And I yes. feel like uh, it was really nice. Really nice to talk to you again. I had a lot of fun. I missed you. Yeah. We didn't talk for like three weeks. That's a long time. Yeah. I let you, I let you, you know, enjoy your holiday. And I, hope I had all these can... kinds of ideas for collaboration <laughs> and stuff. Okay, I'm going to talk about that next yeah, time. Yes, we, we are going to talk about that very soon. And we're also going to yeah. talk in another podcast very soon. Yes. And for the people who are listening right now, we are posting every two weeks on Wednesday. So if you want to follow us, you can do that on YouTube or uh, Google Podcast or Spotify. Whatever you want to listen on, it's possible. Yes, and if you do listen and you are enjoying please give us a nice review or a nice comment i think on spotify you can even uh, give stars so oh give us five stars and if you haven't enjoyed it you can leave a really negative comment about how we suck but yeah. uh, do realize that's only bad for your own mental health yes and we thank you for the <laughs> Uh, f- f- for the comment because that helps the algorithm. Yes, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> All right. See you guys in the next one. Bye bye.